All right, guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I am your host, Don Q. Today is Wednesday, December 8th, 2021. We are coming to you from the DTOM studio, sponsored in part by RedCon1.com. Check them out. Got the link at the bottom of the podcast app that you're listening to this on. Check them out, guys. Great supplement company. Great products. I'm not just saying that. I use the product on a daily basis. Check them out. They have a great sale starting today. Um, depending on the, the dollar amounts you spend, you get a bunch of free stuff with them. Just use the promo code at the bottom, T20 Cordimus. Let them know Don sent you. And uh, you'll be great times, man. Great times. All right, guys. Got a couple stories for you today. Um, for, for you folks that live in New York, I, I especially in New York City, I feel bad for you. Um, I know the, the majority of the population of the state of New York resides in this one city. And uh, we're going to talk about your, your outgoing mayor, uh, dipshit uh, Bill de Blasio. And then, of course, we can't, we can't get past the day without COVID talk. That kind of goes into the uh, Bill de Blasio part and then into the next story where we're going to talk about the free state of Florida where I preside. And then uh, I want to get into Don Lamont, not in the way he would want me to get into him, but we're going to get into Don Lamont's situation at CNN. And then um, a little bit of somber news. Woke up this morning to um, find out that the Fox News uh, Christmas tree, they have a big, like a 30-foot tall Christmas tree out front of Fox News um, in New York there. Some jackass got, climbed up inside there last night and lit it on fire. So, uh, you know, a lot of people are calling this a war on Christmas. We've been talking about this on and off. Um, I'm not sure if that's what this is necessarily, because it's not like they went around and burnt all the Christmas trees down. I'm sure it has more to do with Fox News more so than Christmas itself. But nonetheless, we'll get into that story. And then also, we got a little bit of history to go over. Two items, uh, one somber and one good news. But before we get into that, I want to go to our other sponsor, our second sponsor of the show, and that is uh, Maker's Mark Bourbon. Don't forget, we are a brand ambassador to Maker's Mark Check them out. Let them know D-Tom sent you. And uh, try it. Holiday season makes good gifts. Uh, makes good drinks. So uh, check them out. And uh, have a drink on me. All right. Uh, for you guys that live in New York, you you know what I'm about to say as far as your, your uh, awesome mayor in New York City who is actually going to be running for governor, I think, next year. I think you guys have your gov- gubernatorial elections next uh, next year. So I pray to God that the, um, the state of New York doesn't elect this jackass as your governor because God help you. This was him um, the other day uh, as he's strolling down the streets of New York and he had this to say to uh, its fine citizens of New York City. Here in New York City, we were the epicenter of the COVID crisis. We lost so many people in this neighborhood and neighborhoods all over the city. We didn't have PPE, we didn't have ventilators. We were alone. And then we started to fight back and and vaccines came and we focused on vaccination. It made all the difference. We're now the safest place in this country, but we gotta go even farther. Omicron's here, winter's coming, we gotta go even farther. Today in New York City, we announced a mandate, all private sector employers must have their employees vaccinated by December 27th. This is what's going to keep us safe. This is the kind of thing we need to do now, not just here, but everywhere, so we can leave COVID behind once and for all. It's very interesting that, uh, you know, he's. this was, 
I, I want to say this was last week, maybe, where, you know, he made this mandate. Of course, you guys know that, um, I don't know, I think it was, what, October, where he did the um, the mandate on, on the uh, New York City employees, whether it be the uh, NYPD, the fire departments, the uh, emergency response, whatnot. So this little bit of bad news came about today. Uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio's COVID-19 vaccine mandate for New York City employees, including NYPD, has been blocked by a Manhattan court. On Tuesday, Judge Frank Nervo in the Supreme Court of New York gave notice that the mandate was suspended pending hearing schedules for December 14th, which would be Tuesday. The interesting thing about that is, so that was a mandate, God, when was it? Um, I, I want to say it was back in October when he did this. Um, you know, did this, okay, the employees and then the, the healthcare workers and whatnot. Um, so they filed a lawsuit. So Patricia Finn, an attorney who describes herself on Twitter as the good health lawyer of New York, uh, launched a legal challenge against the mayor's mandate. She regularly espouses anti-vaccination news on her social media accounts. Uh, and I think it's not so much anti-vaccine as much as it anti-mandates, but nonetheless, this is coming from Newsweek, so take it for what it's worth. Uh, in one Facebook post, uh, Finn wrote, Please do not support lockdowns for unvaccinated. It garners support for lockdowns and punishment for whoever the, these bureaucrats deem dangerous. Yeah, here it is. On October 20th, de Blasio imposed an order. An order. He did impose an order. An order that required all city employees to have at least their first shot by the 29th of October or face being suspended without pay. It affected roughly 160,000 employees and was met with much opposition. Police and firefighter unions warned the rule would lead to staff shortages. New York has administered more than 12.5 million vaccine doses so far, with 89% of adults having at least one dose, and more than 125,000 children aged 5 to 11 also have one dose. On November 1st, de Blasio said city workers' mandate was working. Vaccination rates had risen to 85% on uh, New York PD, 88 for emergency medical services, 83 for sanitation, and 77 for firefighters. On Monday, de Blasio announced a vaccine mandate for private sector workers, which was expected to take effect on the 27th and apply to roughly 184,000 businesses, according to the statement from the city of New York. The mayor announced major expansions to its Key to NYC program, which involves getting many residents vaccinated as possible so the city can return to normal operations. As part of the program, New Yorkers who are 18 and older are required to show identification proof and vaccination to partake in indoor activities. The expansion also obliges children 5 to 11 to provide proof of vaccination to enter indoor dining, fitness, entertainment, and uh, performance venues. Those changes are due to come into effect on December 14th. This age group will also be required to get vaccinated and participate high-risk extracurricular activities, including sports, orchestra, and dance. So, you just had a judge block the the uh, NYPD and whatnot, the their their mandate in Georgia <laughs> uh, yesterday Georgia federal court just blocked uh, Biden's mandates so now if I'm not mistaken that's either the third or fourth federal ju uh, court that has blocked Biden's mandates and this particular judge in Georgia 
said um, that, that there's no way around this law. There's there, The only way you can mandate these vaccines is to make it law. Much like I said a couple of weeks ago, actually it was, well, September 9th is when Biden, King Biden, you know, thinking he's emperor, stands up there and says, uh, you know, everyone needs to be vaccinated, you know, vaccinated. I'm going to call on OSHA to do whatever and blah, blah, blah. And you had people losing their shit like, oh, shit, we're going to what are we going to do? And I, I would physically have to tell people, calm down. Just because he said that don't mean shit. And we see that I was right. You know, it came down. OSHA tries to implement this law and it's been struck down to the point where OSHA's even rescinded even for enforcing the law. Because there's no law to enforce. It's not a law. A mandate is not a law. Okay? Um, why in the hell these mayors and these governors of states and cities and whatnot feel that they can do their own personal mandates? Do you honestly think that if federal judges are upholding or, you know, overturning these mandates in different areas of the country, that they're not going to do it for the cities? Um, you, like I've said this plenty of times before, this is not a situation. These governors, these mayors, and even the president knows they can't make this a law. They can't do it. It's unconstitutional. Okay? And they're doing this in a sense of scaring businesses and, um, you know, it's, it's people populations into getting that part of the scare tactic and this is in my opinion is the variance is there any difference between the original the OG uh, if you will the OG uh, Corona is is there any difference between that I mean what are we on o- Omicron or Omicron or Chrome crack ahead or whatever it's called I don't even fucking know whatever one we're on now um let me see if I can pull this up here. Uh, sugar and water. Okay, we are on, uh, how's it called? Omicron, right? Okay, so I'm pull, I pulled up out of curiosity because I was, I was curious about this. I, I'm, I don't claim to be the smallest man. but um, So I pulled up the Greek alphabet, right? And I don't know all the letters. You know, you know the basics, alpha, beta, whatever. So, and... And I don't know everything there is to know about COVID. But I do know that we're on, on um, you know, Omicron, right? So we'll, we'll use that as our, as our jumping point. We're at Omicron. So prior to that was, was Z, Z, C, G, whatever, X, Y, X, I. Um, we didn't have that. Did we have the new variant? I don't recall. Did we have the Mu variant? I know... Chris and I joked about because we did have the Lambda and I said uh, we made a little me and him made up a little joke song you know because if you guys recall Revenge of the Nerds back in the 80s you know they had the Lambda 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 and the Omega Moose was (laughs) you know so uh, I did a thing on Facebook I did a uh, a little meme you know got a little kickback it was kind of funny but prior to that you had Kappa you had Iota Theta, Eta, Zeta, Epsilon, okay, Delta, we remember, right? Gamma, Beta, Alpha. I mean, of those, you know, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-
13, 14 variants prior to Omicron. I, I can literally tell you three of them. Okay, so I'm not saying that there wasn't a Zeta, Eta, Veta, you know, all that other shit. I don't know. My point being is this. I think every time they release, quote unquote, a new variant is to scare you. Okay, so Omicron comes out and everyone loses their shit. You know, dipshit McGee, you know, shuts down travel from South Africa because, you know, he's racist. I mean, shit, that's what they said about Trump. So I'm going to say that about poopy pants. Um, and then come to find out this this episode of COVID isn't even that bad. You know, it's nowhere near what any of the previous, uh, you know, lives of this was. But my point being is, I think they do this. Is is Omicron any different than Lambda? Is Lambda any different than Delta? It seems like you had the initial COVID. And then you had, I think Alpha was one. And I know Beta was one. And then Delta. Everyone remembers Delta because that was like the big one, right? But let's assume, and I, I don't I don't know this to be factual, but let's assume there was an Epsilon, a Zeta, Eta, Theta, Iota, Kappa. We know there was a Lambda. But as each one of these variants, quote-unquote, came about, the, the symptoms and the, the results of such symptoms were a lot less. I would say of, of, of all of them, Delta, the original, the OG, was the worst, okay? And that was probably because we didn't have vaccines. We didn't know what the hell was going on for the most part. And then Delta. Everything else in there, they were a little bit weaker because, as we all know, just based on flu, the, the flu, you know, is a, it, this is a virus, right? And we know that the virus is just going to keep on self-mutating to keep evading your quote-unquote vaccines. And I know I said on the last show I'm going to quit calling it a vaccine because uh, in Biden's voice, it's not a vaccine, right? So whatever they're doing with the vaccine, and I played the, the clip from the um, Moderna guy uh, a couple shows ago where he said, they're going to have to update the vaccines. They're going to have to change them to the different uh, strains. Let's just call them strains because that's what they are. And they can call them variants all they want. That's just a scary word. But as as the years go by, you're going to have different strains. You're going to have different variants, whatever in the hell word they want to call it. And they're going to have different shots for each different variant, strain, whatever. My point is this. I think... As we all know, this is about control. Wearing masks, getting shots, doing lockdowns, whatever the case may be, it's all about control. And you have freedom-loving governors, such as the governor in our beautiful free state of Florida, who believes in freedom, freedom of choice, freedom of expression, freedom of life, okay? And in my opinion, and this is where I think this is going, you have... Let's see. So Omicron, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine more letters left of the uh, Greek alphabet. Does that mean that there's going to be nine more opportunities of them to try and scare people into getting the vaccine? That's personally what I think. I think every time you figure they go a month, two months in between variants, okay? And then it's like, oh, out of South Africa, the Omicron, blah, blah, blah. Out of... Uh, Brazil, the, you know, lambda, 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 ah, you know, oh shit, you know, next one's pi, so it's out of, uh, 
Out of Italy, the pie is going to get you. You're going to get a pie in the eye. You know, I don't know. I'm just being a smartass, obviously. Um, my point is, is they do these scare tactics to to try and get more and more people vaccinated. It's more, and if they honestly gave two shits about anybody in the, at least, and I don't give a fuck about anybody else in this world. Okay, let's, I'm talking about the USA. This is don't tread on America. This isn't don't tread on the world. I don't give a fuck about nobody else. I'm caring, I'm worrying about us, our citizens, whether you be white, black, brown, Hispanic. I don't give a shit. Asian, if, if you're an American, that's all that matters to me. Okay, and if this fucking president gave two shits about anybody in this country, okay, he wouldn't be worried about vaccines. He wouldn't be worried about mass mandates. He wouldn't be worried about forcing this shit down your throat as much as he should be worried about keeping people out of this country that don't belong here. And I'm talking about the illegal boarding crossing going on in the South. Okay, if you want to come to this country... I don't give a shit what country you're from. I don't care. If you want to come to this country, knock on the fucking door, ask permission to come in, okay? If this COVID is so deadly and so, you know, contagious and whatever, that should be step number one. Lock down the motherfucking borders. Keep anybody. I don't care who they are, where they're from, what color they are, what country they're from. If they're a man, woman, uh, he, she, they, them, what I don't give a fuck. Test them, okay? Then isolate them. Then make them seek a, you know, they've got to make a claim to want to be in this country. If you try to go to another country and, and work there, okay? I have a friend. I know, shocking. I have a friend. <laughs> anyway, she moved to um, England. She met a guy. They're hitting it off, and um, boyfriend, girlfriend, she moved to England to be with him. Great for her. Um, but she, I know initially for, for a while there, she was having an issue trying to be able to stay there because she's an American, right? Why do you want to be in England? Well, because my boyfriend, blah, 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 right? They don't care about that. They don't care about that. What worth are you to this country, I don't, we don't give two shits about your boyfriend, <laughs> you know. What worth are you to this country? And that's that's one. That's England. Uh, there's many other countries that are like that. You have to prove your worth to that country to be able to stay there. You just can't come into the country and be in the country. I mean, you come and visit, but after a while, you can't. Then you you uh, you know out out what is it? Outlive your stay, or you know whatever the case may be. In America, we're like, hey, come on in, come on in, yeah. Point being is this. If we're going to be a free country, okay, and we're going to let people come into this country, that's fine. Do it the right way. People, you know, when we make this argument about people crossing the border, it's like, oh, well, you know, you guys didn't have a problem when you came, when your parents came from, or your grandparents, or your great-grandparents, or whatever came from, you know, Europe or wherever. Okay, they still didn't cross the border illegally. They still went through, like, Ellis Island. They still went through ports of entry to become American citizens. They didn't just fucking, you know, make, build a hut and fucking make harbor and go pick fucking oranges and shit. They did it the right way, okay? And I have no problem with anybody coming to this country as long as they do it the right way. And like I said, if, if uh, 
COVID is so deadly and so contagious and, and you need to put a shot in everybody's arm, start with these motherfuckers that are coming from these third world countries. How about that? Okay. In the meantime, people in New York are literally flooding our state. Okay. Which once again, I have no problem with. I work in an industry that the more people that are here, the more money I make. Okay. So by all means, come on down. As long as a few things are in order. Number one, you get a fucking job. <laughs> Number two, you live in a house. We don't need no vagrants. We don't need no bums. Okay? Number three, you keep your liberal bullshit in New York. If you're going to come down here, don't New York my Florida. DeSantis has said that plenty of times. Don't New York my Florida. Okay? Florida is the way it is because we don't buy that bullshit that's going up in New York. Okay? But other than that, you guys are welcome. Now, it is congested in certain areas of Florida, but there's a lot of land that isn't congested. So, you know, sugar water, come on down. Just keep that bullshit out in New York. Okay? Anybody that's in California and wants to come to Florida, come to Texas. If you want to be free, that's fine. Please, leave the bullshit in your state. Okay? We don't do things like that here. Speaking of our state, so... Florida, uh, on Tuesday, uh, Florida Governor Ron Double D DeSantis said that uh, he would not allow Fauciism to be imposed on Florida residents as he vowed no restrictions or mandates as officials identified a presumptive case of Omicron variant in the Sunshine State. Here he is uh, giving a little ditty about that. Uh, this is yesterday. And in Florida... We won't let them lock you down. We won't let them restrict you. We're not going to let them impose mandates. We're not going to let them close the schools. We are going to protect your freedom to make your decisions. And that's what we do in the state of Florida. He, he believes in this. Okay, now, Ron DeSantis has said himself he's been uh, vaccinated. We know plenty of people that have been vaccinated. I happen to watch Fox, Fox News. Shocking, I know. And just about everybody on there has said they've been vaccinated. Great. Okay? It's not that Fox News, from all aspects of what I can gather, didn't make them get um, vaccinated. These people chose to get vaccinated, which is great. Because guess what? It's your choice. I've said that plenty of times before. I have no problem with anybody that wants to get vaccinated. As long as you do me one favor, please talk to your doctor. If you don't have a doctor, go get a doctor. Go see a doctor. Let them do some blood work on you. Let them do a run-up. Let them do whatever they need to do to make sure that you need to be vaccinated. Number one, don't go to your local pharmacist, whether it be Walgreens, CVS, mom-and-pop pharmacy, Publix, Walmart, Winn-Dixie, whoever, wherever, Target, I don't give a shit, whoever has a pharmacy. Don't go there and say, hey, I want to get the shot. Don't do it because you know what they're going to do? Uh, what's your name? Cool. Wait in line over there. They don't give a shit about your medical history, whether you have a history of heart problems, whether you have a history of blood clots, whether you have a history of whatever. They don't care because they're getting paid to get that, put that needle in your arm. So please, guys, if you want to get the vaccine, by all means, please, don't let me stop you. 
that's it's my choice to not get vaccinated. It's my wife's choice to not get vaccinated. It's my friend's choice not to get vaccinated. Um, I would say about half of my family is vaccinated. I don't hold any ill will towards them. It's their choice. Okay. Much like it's your choice, but don't mandate shit to me. Okay. And <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm on a rampage today. This fucking COVID shit's just got, it's got me stressed out. And I live in fucking Florida where by all accounts, if you talk to anybody that, that doesn't live here, like talk to someone that's visited Florida. I was listening to uh, Bongino yesterday, and he was talking about, I can't remember who, I guess there's a New York Post, I think she work, she writes for the New York Post, or she used to write, I don't know if she still does, but she's moving to Florida, because she came down here with her husband and kids, whatnot, and on vacation, and even, I told you about this, um, I think it was Dave Rubin said this a couple of weeks ago, he was down in Florida for some reason, and like, and it's true, if you come down here to visit, especially if you come from California, New York, um, Washington, Oregon, these states where you're, you know, in a, in a tyrant regime of bullshittery and the, and you have people that run your states and your cities that abide by rules for, for thee and not for me type situation. And then you come to Florida on vacation and it's like COVID only exists in your state because it doesn't exist. I'm not saying it doesn't exist here. Obviously people have died. People have, I've gotten COVID. People have gotten COVID. I'm not saying it doesn't exist down here, but it's, by your own free will to wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Get the vaccine. Don't get the vaccine. Stay at home. Don't stay at home. <laughs> you know, it's great. It's great. And, you know, we did have a rough patch over the summer. We talked about that. In the summertime, it's going to spike in the south. In the wintertime, it's going to go down in the south. Much like in the north, it's going to go up in the wintertime. And it's going to go down in the summertime. And you guys are seeing that. This is news of the obvious. I talked about this back in the summertime when numbers were spiking and everyone was taking a big shit on uh, DeSantis. It's just like the flu, guys. Shit spikes in the summer and, you know, traditionally everyone thinks of the flu as being a winter cold. Well, that's fine. Up north it probably is a winter cold. Guess what? In the south, it's a summer cold. People get the flu in the, in the summer down here. Why? Because it's hot as fuck outside and everyone stays inside. And that's how germs are spread. Anyway, on to the next story of the day that kind of concerns me because it kind of goes hand in hand with, with another story. Um, it actually goes hand in hand with like two other stories. So you got Don Lemon. I don't know. <laughs> Tucker calls him Don Lemon. So Don Lemon, Lemon, whatever. However he pronounces his name, once again, give two shits, right? So the other day we were talking about Chris Cuomo getting fired, right, from uh, CNN. So he was put on suspension the week prior. I think it was Thursday or Friday of last week where he was suspended for, um, you know, allegedly helping his brother out with his brother's, you know, sexual assault cases. And supposedly he was going after uh, some of the, the complainants against his brother or whatever, which, you know, True, not true, I don't know. I guess it all wash out in the end. Um, and I and I said this, and I'm not defending what Chris Cuomo did, but like I said before, that's his brother. Brothers do things to help their brother out. And I'm not talking about brother like they're best friends. I mean, that's literally his brother. I'm not excusing what he did. Uh, to say it was right for him to do that, I'm not saying that. But um, 
he so you know whatever he helped his brother he was in the process of helping his brother out or supposedly helping his brother out but in the meantime he got fired because of a a, a sexual assault case that had been brought forth from a previous colleague from ABC where he had worked and I you know I'm sure CNN was a situation like I, my thought process was did they have enough is enough so they fired him I don't know I mean, by all accounts, I would say Chris Cuomo is probably the biggest douche on CNN, and that's saying a lot considering all the people that are on CNN. But um, for what that's worth, he was their highest-rated anchor. Um, granted, he was, what was he, I think in the 9 o'clock, was he in the, yeah, I think he was in the 9 o'clock hour, which was going against, like, Hannity and I don't know who else is on at that time, but nonetheless, not that he was winning his uh, time slot by any stretch of the imagination, but compared to the seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, eleven o'clock shows, he was um, he was their highest rated show. Okay, so at any rate, um, I think the reason he got fired had nothing, not necessarily to do with him helping his brother out or the sexual harassment cases. It was probably because of those things, they were going to lose sponsor dollars, okay? But my question is this, okay? It came out yesterday that, I guess in Juicy Smule, however you say his name, <laughs> uh, you know, he's got his court case going on in Chicago where he uh, hired the two uh, Nigerian guys to rough him up and pretend they were MAGA, whatever, I don't know. Whatever the this, this story is there. Obviously, we all know that, I mean, shit, even... Uh, Fucking Dave Chappelle was like called him Juicy Smollett. We all know he did it. He, you know <laughs> what was the stand-up special? I don't know the name of it that Chappelle did, and even he was cracking on him saying, "Look, even black people know he did it." You know, because granted, he's not like a big name star. He's not like a Denzel Washington or something like that, where he's whatever. But he's big enough that he doesn't need to be walking the subway at two o'clock in the morning in the middle of a polar vortex in Chicago, right? So. And then just so happened to be in the the one of the most liberal cities in the Midwest, <laughs> right? There just happened to be two uh, MAGA hat-wearing Trump supporters roaming around the streets at the same time, right? I'm sure. Anyway, uh, so Smollett testified in his in court yesterday to having correspondence with CNN's Don Lamont during the Chicago Police Department's. Um, investigation. So he said um, that he had uh, correspondence with Don Lamont during the early parts of the investigation into the alleged hate crime attack in court uh, testimony on it was Monday. So Smollett said under oath that during the investigation he received a text from the networks Don Lamont supposedly relaying information that the police department didn't believe his account on what happened. Fox News Matt Finn reported from the Windy City Courthouse where prosecutors and the Smollett defense team at odds. Well, obviously. I mean, I think it was to the point where uh, they were saying that the uh, pro the uh, defense team was going after the judge, calling him racist, and going, of course. You know, let, let, what's what can we do here? But regardless of that, so here you have a, another CNN anchor having interference with a police investigation of somebody. So... If if you're Don Lamont, if you're whoever, if you're 
Tucker Carlson, if, I don't give a shit, if you're whoever, and someone's, this, okay, I'm just, Don Lamone, CNN guy, has a, I think he does the nine, 10 o'clock show, whatever, and supposedly he's friends with Juicy Smollett, I don't know, so this is going on, somehow or another, he texts Juicy, Jesse, whatever his name is, and says, hey buddy, just to let you know, the cops aren't buying your story, you might want to lawyer, I don't know what he told him, but Another CNN getting involved in an investigation. What's what's this any different from what Chris, Chris Cuomo did? Now, granted, I guess Don Lamone didn't try and pay off the police or try to uh, intimidate witnesses or whatever the case may be. But nonetheless, he's interfering with an investigation using his uh, weight in the media as a catalyst to try and spread information to the perpetrator in this situation i know he was obviously proclaimed as a victim at first but as we are well aware he was the quote-unquote mastermind behind the deeds but furthermore let's go to more on mr lamon and the fact that he's got his own issues with sexual assault okay so on Tuesday, the uh, sexual assault accusations against CNN Lamont is expected to finally land in court in January of 22. This development came just as allegations of the sexual harassment were raised against Lamont's close friend and fellow CNN primetime host, um, Chris Cuomo. The attorney for the man who accused fellow CNN host of sexually charged uh, assaults Expects the case to finally end up in court early next year. So, I think, yeah, okay, so this was this happened back in August of 19. Oh, I'm sorry, the lawsuit was filed in August of 19. Um, yeah, so it happened in, looks like in 2018, so it was three years since the alleged incident took place. So, the guy, I saw him on, um, on one of the new sh- other news shows, and uh, let's see if I can find how, it, how he put it. So, he put his hands down the front of his own shorts and vigorously rubbed his genitalia, removed his hand, and shoved the index finger in the middle of the plaintiff's mustache under the plaintiff's nose, according to the lawsuit. Lemon intensely pushed his fingers against the plaintiff's face under his nose, forcing the plaintiff's head thrust backward as defendant rep- repeatedly asked plaintiff, Do you like pussy or dick? While saying Mr. Lamont's continued to shove his fingers into the plaintiff's face with aggression and hostility. Um, so the, the gentleman, the accuser is Dustin Heiss. Um, I think this happened in Florida, if I'm not mistaken, but nonetheless, here's another allegation against a different CNN host, uh, where you had Don Lamone, we know is a gay, gay man. I think he's married to a gentleman. I don't recall his name. It doesn't really matter. Um, sexually assaulting another gentleman at a bar. Um, so I'm sorry, I, I thought it happened in Florida, but it said it happened in New York City. I'm just kind of reading on as I'm talking to, but irregardless, it doesn't matter. Um, so he, you know, I'm assuming, based on the what I just read, was grabbing his junk, grabbing his balls, grabbing his, I, I don't know if he used his smooth my balls razor or not, but nonetheless, uh, grabbed his junk. I'm assuming it smelt. Somehow or another, uh, put his stuff under the dude's nose, said, you like pussy or dick? I don't know what the answer was. I don't really care. 
Uh, because I can, I can tell you one thing's for sure. If my ass was at a bar hanging out, drinking a beer, and some dude come up to me and shoved his fingers under my nose and asked if I like pussy or dick, he wouldn't know the answer because his ass would be asleep. <laughs> and then, of course, I'd probably get put in jail for a hate crime. But nonetheless, um, I'm sure it probably shocked this guy that this would happen. And obviously, this is a, a famous person. So you're probably like, we're shocked that, that it happened, number one, and that who did it, number two. But anyway, if um, Chris Cuomo was, was suspended for interfering in his brother's case and then subsequently fired for a sexual allegation um, prior to, uh, you know, that happened prior to him even working for CNN. And whether, whether he was fired for those reasons or like, I think it was probably more sponsors, so to speak. But nonetheless, um, what's stopping CNN from firing Don Lamont? What's the difference? Is it because he's a gay black man and uh, Cuomo was a, or was, he is, a white man, straight, I'm assuming. I think he's married uh, to a woman. Uh, hmm. One could only wonder if that's the case, but it does make you curious as to why one was fired and the other one continues to work. No bubbles, no troubles. I don't know. So, on to our next story here. Christmas tree set on fire outside of Fox News corporation building suspect arrested okay so they i saw this this morning as i was watching the news and you know i think it was like a 30 foot tall tree guy climbed up the middle of it caught it on fire um you know some people are are uh comparing it to what our country's going through burning from the inside out um I saw on Twitter people calling this a war. You know, this is trending on 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 Twitter as a war on Christmas. I personally don't know that is necessarily the case. I mean, it could be. Um, I think if if it were a war on Christmas, my personal opinion, and you didn't necessarily care about uh, Fox News or NBC or CBS or whoever. I would think you would go burn down Rockefeller Center's tree. And the only reason I say that is because that's more iconic. Um, I don't know that it's any bigger or smaller than the Fox tree. I mean, that's not my point. And it's not to suggest that people should go burn down the tree in Rockefeller Center. But my my point being is that's more iconic. When people think of a Christmas, the New York Christmas tree, they think of that. If you've, you know, other than the people that live in New York City that are listening to this, if you've ever been to New York City, and you go to uh, Rockefeller Center, and they have the ice rink there, and that's where the Christmas tree is. I mean, that's it's iconic. I mean, movies are made there. I don't know. I can't recall of many movies made in in Fox Square, you know, about anything. I mean, there's songs wrote about that Christmas tree, Christmas songs. So that's why I don't necessarily believe that it was a, a quote-unquote war on Christmas, um, cause like I said, if, if the idea was we're going to burn down all these Christmas trees, these iconic Christmas trees, they would have started with the one at Rockefeller center, my opinion, then maybe gone to Fox square and so on and so forth. I don't think it really had anything to do with Christmas as much as it was Fox. Um, hopefully this ends on a good note 
and um you know they put the tree up i mean it's you got what two and a half weeks till christmas i don't know how easy it is to find a 30 foot tall christmas tree but um i don't know we'll see uh but the way things go in new york city i'd be i'd be willing to bet the guy's not even in jail still but you know that's that's what they do in new york all right, on to our last story. Before we get to it, I want to get to our last sponsor, and that's SmoothMyBalls.com. And that's like I asked a minute ago, I wonder if Don Lamont used Smooth My Balls before he shoved his fingers under that guy's face or if he got some pubes up in his nose. It's kind of nasty, I know. Anyway, SmoothMyBalls.com backslash Detom. Check them out for 20% off razors and razors accessories. Uh, good stuff. I got mine. Use it all the time. Yeah. Anyway, last story of the day. So, I, like I told you, I've been trying to find feel-good stories. I've been trying to find days in history. Wasn't on the air yesterday. I didn't do a show yesterday. Obviously, we all know yesterday was was Pearl Harbor Day, and uh, that would have been obvious, right? <laughs> so, uh, today being December 8th. So, on this day in 1980, one of my personal music icons, he- heroes, so to speak, and uh, Christopher J. McGillicuddy gives me crap about him all the time. So, for those of you guys that have been listening to the show for a while, obviously, you can hear Chris talk. You can guess where he's probably from, right? He is a huge Elvis Presley fan. Um, and we go, we give each other crap all the time. Well, this person is my personal mu- music icon, and that's John Lennon was killed today in front of his apartment in New York City, the, the the Dakota. I was fortunate to um, before all this Corona crap had had come about. Me and my wife were able to go to New York City uh, for like a week on vacation. It was nice. Uh, corona or no Corona, no offense to anybody that lives in New York. I probably would never go back to New York City. It was kind of one of those things. It's nice to see one time. But uh, it's a very crowded city, and uh, I mean, it had its its ups and its downs. It, I mean, I'm not going to talk crap about it. It wasn't that bad, but it's just, for me, it's too crowded. Too many people. That's just my personal opinion. A lot of stuff to see, a lot of stuff to do as a tourist. Um, but nonetheless, one of the places we got to go to was the Dakota to see where he was killed. And... Uh, so that's more of a somber situation to me. I remember the day he was killed. Um, I was just a wee lad of seven years old, but I do recall that incident. I am a big Beatles fan, for those of you who know me. And of the four Beatles, I am the, of the four, John Lennon is my favorite. I have his albums. I have a crap ton of Beatles albums that I got from my dad that were original pressings. Um, so... That actually kind of hit me kind of hard. Granted, I was only seven when it happened, but every year I think about it, and uh, just so happened to be today is that day. Also on this day, and here's the good news: a bright spot, bright, bright spot of uh, of uh, capitalism here in America, right? On uh, this date in 2010, SpaceX becomes the first privately held company to successfully launch, orbit, and recover a space crash. Uh, spacecraft and that of course if you don't know was founded by Elon Musk and uh, 
good things. I mean, to the point now where we don't even, I mean, NASA exists, uh, you know, as, as weird as that whole situation is. I guess it would be a good show to do, maybe do and get into the origins of NASA and uh, some of the conspiracy theories I have about NASA. But like I said, show for another day. But um, we, or I say we, Elon Musk and SpaceX uses the NASA facilities like in Cape Canaveral in Florida here and then I think in Houston and stuff, um, uses the facilities to launch the rockets and whatnot. And I'm sure, I don't know all the details, but I would assume he pays some sort of rent or launch fee or whatever. And uh, But here's a private company owned by Elon Musk, obviously, you know him, he makes the Tesla cars, uh, came out just the other day against the uh, Build Back Better, uh, you know, President Poopy Pants's uh, Build Back Better thing. And also, I believe he also recently moved his company from California to Texas because all the bullshit in California. So here's a person that you would assume was a leftist, and I'm not saying he's left or right, but he's a money man and he's a capitalist, and that probably makes him more conservative than it does liberal, right? Um, point being is, here's a person that runs a private company who obviously can see the benefits of a private company getting shit done versus our government getting shit done, right? So, on that note, guys, I'm going to bid you a fair ado. Today is Wednesday, December 8th, 2021. I'm your host, Don Q. And you have been listening to Don't Tread on America. I will talk to you again. I don't think I'm going to do a show Friday, guys, because I got a lot of stuff I got to do. You know, it's Christmas season. Um, So if I don't talk to you guys on Friday, you will definitely hear from me on Sunday. Uh, Other than that, have a great day. And uh, we'll see you on the flip-flop.